Hello and welcome to Connectivity 240. I'm your host, Nicholas Bray, and today I'm joined by Carmine Red. I am the prize master. <laughs> and once again, uh, Xander Morningstar. Hello, hello. I am not the prize master. Mwah. What prizes do we have today, Carmine? Oh, God. Don't remind <laughs> me. <laughs> So today we're going to be talking about uh, whatever we've been playing recently and also a little bit about uh, some general thoughts on what we think the Mario movie could be like. But first, yeah, we'll jump into whatever we've been playing. And uh, Xander, how about you start? All right. Uh, lately, I've been playing the original Paper Mario on the Nintendo oh. 64. Cool. Yeah. Oh, lucky. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So I've... I'm a very big fan of the series, and it is the only one that I have not played. Uh, the Thousand Year Door, however, is one of my top five favorite games of all time. So, bit of a mm, funny definitely. thing. I've just never had a chance to play the original, but I'm doing that now. I have to say, I have a personal connection to that game. I was uh, in the hospital, and, uh, you know, there's children's ward, so they can wheel in, like, a, video, mm -hmm. a TV and a video game system, and that's what I played. I played... Uh, Paper Mario on the N64. Wow, that's awesome. So, that's a good you know, game to play. Yeah, um, I didn't get to finish it. Right, right. It's a long one. I could, but <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that was that. Uh, so, so I'm interested to hear your thoughts on it, just because I will defend that game. <laughs> well, uh, I don't have a whole lot of complaints against it, other than I, you know, I think the Thousand Year Door is just the same game but better. Um, I, I really like it. It's got um. Some funny dialogue. Um, it's interesting to see how the Thousand Year Door like builds off of it. How like so many things I think I take for granted with the sequel that they didn't have in the first one. Like the partners don't have health. Um, it's this weird thing where they can take damage, but like they don't actually have a health meter, so they'll just sometimes not be able to fight for their turn. Um, yeah, it's it's neat. It's a little slow. Uh, I but. It's that's fine. I'm I'm enjoying it. I feel like the chapters. I don't know if they take longer or if I'm just slower because like I know the thousand year door like the back of my hand. But I I have noticed that uh, I just finished the desert world and I felt like the grind through that huge desert was uh, a little tedious. Like I went through and I explored all of it and I I looked up a map yeah, online after yeah. I went through it all and it's a mm -hmm. seven by seven grid of uh, that's right. identical yeah. squares. Yeah. So um, it, it was, it's fine. I really do like it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a very old game that I totally understand why people like so much. Um, it's neat that uh, Bowser is the villain, even though he's been the villain in the uh, the later games. It is neat to see how they actually like made him a, a very comical villain, but one that is like, okay, you know, you've seen Bowser kidnap Peach in every uh, Mario game, but like this is like actually seeing what they're up to when the kidnapping is is over with, you know? Because most Mario games, it's just you trying to get to the castle to save Princess Peach, but you never really see what's going on there. So I, mm. I really like that aspect. Uh, it's very much in the same vein of what Peach does uh, at the ro at the, um, the X-Naught base in A Thousand Year Door, um, and some of the tasks you do are very similar. But again, I do think that it's very cool, like how the the dialogue is written and how there's like some some stealth missions. You know, I I just played the part where Peach like has to sneak out of the room and not get touched or seen by the guards, 
Uh, and they're all walking around and they're terrifying metal and they've got like these flashlights and it's all dark. It's like, oh man, this is so cute, but also like, oh man, this is this is so different for a Mario game. So uh, I'm really liking it a lot. Um, feel free to share what you guys think about it. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it's cool how you can um, like actually play as Peach basically in those segments. And st- like they could have easily just made those like non-playable story parts, mm-hmm. but um, being able to walk around as Peach and sort of do some like small tasks is pretty cool. I've yeah. actually struggled to finish Paper Mario though. Um, I sort of played it back when it came out on the N sixty four, but I didn't own it. And then I played through a good chunk of it on the Wii Virtual Console. And then I think, yeah, last year sometime I said, oh, I may as well try and, and start it again and go from the start on the actual N64. And um, I got up to, like, the Haunted Castle again. I, I kind of burn out by the time I get just, like, around the, the Haunted Castle part, which is, I think, the the bit after the desert mm-hmm. um, from memory. That is where I'm headed next. Much, I don't think <laughs> I've gone much further than that section. I think I might have finished it on, finished that, that part on the Wii, but I, I got up to it on and saved on the N64, meaning to go back and right. haven't picked it back up again. So, I don't know. so are you so are you playing it on the N64 or the, the uh, no? I have it on the Virtual Console. I, I would like to get the original copy because I, I I did just get an N64 this summer, um, but I, alas, I was like, you know, I might as About well. About just... how many years late are we talking here? Well, I had one as a kid, but I went away for camp over the summer, and when I came back, my mom had actually thought I was done playing with the system, and so oh. she sold it. Oh, yeah. yeah. She sold that, <laughs> the controllers and all the games. Um, so I was really sad, but they got me a GameCube uh, that Christmas. And it wasn't actually my console. It was actually my dad's, so I didn't really have a say oh. in that matter. But I, it oh, was yeah. my dad's console, but I was the one that played it. So mm. they kind of saw that I was really sad about that, and they got me a GameCube, which was my first console. And uh, that was yeah. great, great Christmas. Um, I will say about the, the partners, though, that everyone really likes in the Paper Mario series. Uh, I do like them. I think their designs are really neat, and they are very funny. Um, I feel less tied to them, though, than I do in the subsequent games. Even, like, uh, Color Splash with the paint, talking paint can, I kind of like more than the partner that I have the partners that have been in the uh, the original so far and it's just because they uh, they, they kind of join your party so fast like uh, mm. in, in the very first chapter I got the uh, the guy Cooper and he just kind of he just kind of joins because he wants to come up on an adventure uh, the, the Goombario the little guy that's basically Goombella uh, he just kind of wants to tag along because he wants to go on an adventure. He thinks he could help Mario. And then you go to, to the castle to fight the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ripoff uh, boss. They are the the four Cooper brothers. And you get put in like this prison area and you just meet this pink bomb. And I don't remember her name. I think it's Bomette. Um, but she's just kind of like, how do we get out of here? And you're like, well, you could blow up that wall. And she's like, okay, I'll help you. And so then she joins your party. They, they just, they kind of, I feel like you just kind of encounter them almost like they're upgrades rather than they are characters. And maybe the later ones will get better. Um, and that just might be a relic of it being an older game. Um, and I will say that the Thousand Year Door characters might also have that. But because I played it as a kid, I kind of created that narrative in my mind to make them bigger than what they might actually be. Yeah. So that could possibly... You now. Yeah, that could possibly be so, the same so situation. So play yeah. Thousand Year Door again, lest you spoil that first memory. <laughs> I won't, well, yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny you say that, though, <laughs> there's, because... There's always a risk going back, isn't there? Right, like, right, I it mean, is. Like, 
I totally remember Secret of Mana being way less grindy. Mm-hmm. Well, when I was a kid. actually, and then I play it now, and I'm like, wow, this is this is rough. Right. I love this game, but this is rough. Yeah, yeah, and uh, again, like I think that's that's really cool. I I was on the um the RFN retroactive for Mario Sunshine a few months ago, and I brought up that same point about how I really liked the story that was in that game. Now, as an adult, you look back and you're like, what story? It's just save Peach, but Mario's name is uh, needs cleared first. Um, but as a kid, when you play that, it was like the coolest follow up to beating Bowser and saving Peach in the castle. Like there's this evil Mario, and he looks really cool, and you have to clear his name, but you're not in the Mushroom Kingdom anymore. In my mind, that was the coolest thing, because I was building up that narrative, and I mm. felt like that was the same thing that's going on with the Thousand Year Door characters, and also the, uh, the uh, can we just call it Paper Mario 64, or do we just call yeah. it Paper Mario? I guess, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm actually not playing the Thousand Year Door, but I am sharing it with one of my closest friends who has never really played Nintendo games. I'm kind of trickling one at a time into his uh, into his life, and uh, we've gone through. We went through Mario 64, and that was a that was a that was a slog, but we 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 made it. We finally got to the end, and that was awesome. Uh, and then we played Odyssey, and he loved it. Uh, we started Ocarina of Time and go all, all the way to the Forest Temple, and then we uh, we we got to a point where we're just like, all right, this game is a uh, we need to shelve this for a while, so uh, that, that might be a separate conversation because I, <laughs> I have thoughts like about a the loaded conversation. Yeah, I have many thoughts about the Ocarina of Time game as well as a link to the mm. past. But again, separate conversation. And uh, I went ahead and told him, uh, "How about we Paper play Mario uh, for the N64? Uh, definitely first of its name." And yeah. uh, we in I'm looking right now in, when we did a uh, virtual console recommendations, we gave it a recommended for everyone oh, back cool. in 2007. Awesome, yeah. yeah. Recommended for everyone, including Chiron. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, we started playing the Thousand Year Door though after Ocarina of Time, and he really likes it. And he's like not someone that likes any of the Nintendo aesthetic games. It's just been the ones that we I've played with him. And he's mm. always been like a Destiny 2, Microsoft, Xbox, all that good stuff. So um, it, it is neat to see that it's aged well enough that someone that could play it in 2018 that's never really played Nintendo games could still really enjoy it. I don't think it could be the same conversation with the original on the N64 just because, again, the GameCube version is the same game, just a lot more developed. They really, mm-hmm. felt, they really went out there, and I. There are so many comparisons that are almost identical. You know, it's still it's the same quest of save seven stars, whether they be inanimate objects or they be actual characters. Uh, there's a the exact same combat system. Although I don't know if you can counter. That's one thing I've been trying to figure out. I don't know if they added that in a thousand year door, but you can still block. Um, but you know, how you can, if you press the B button, you can like counter an enemy's attack. I haven't been able to successfully do that, so I think that might have been something they added. Um, another thing I noticed was that the the seven star spirits that you have to save uh, were in Mario Party 5, which I encountered first before Mario's <laughs> Paper Mario, so it was very odd to me that they, I was like, wait a second, aren't these the Mario Party characters? And I had to like do the timeline in my head, I'm like, oh no, they pulled them. What a weird decision to pull from a Paper Mario game to put into a... Uh, Mario Party, but I, I thought that was cool. It was a little weird, but yeah, that was just a weird uh, thing that I dealt with, but uh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm at right now. So Carmine, what have you been up to? Uh, let's see. Uh, I finally started playing uh, Xeno Chronicles 2. Uh, I am informed I will be playing it for a long, long while. 
Okay. So my, so like there'll be a remaster yeah. before you finish it, maybe. Uh, hopefully not that long, <laughs> because that is exactly what happened to the first Xeno Chronicles. Yeah, you yeah. know, uh, I got it for Wii, and then and then the 3DS uh, edition came out, and then I was like, wait, I actually haven't played this game yet. Hmm. Ay ay backlog's killing me. But um, I am. Um, I don't know. I, it's 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 really cool. I'm I'm uh, I'm I don't think I've played a JRPG in in a while, and I love this genre. But also, I'm I'm a little confused with like the battle system. Um, I don't know if, if it's because I haven't played a uh, the previous games in this series, but uh, I'm just I just don't know what's going on in that battle. I'm like, okay, I'm doing auto attacks, and every once in a while, I trigger a special. And I keep my eye on my HP. But I, aside from that, I don't know how to, like, instrument the thing. And I think maybe the game is just, like, it wanted to get to the action and the drama really fast. And maybe I didn't read a line of the tutorial. Mm. But uh, I feel like when there's a battle going on, I don't know half of the more complicated systems at work. It's like I don't fully grok it yet. I'm just uh, sort of... Uh, activating my 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 specials and you know getting and and brute forcing my way through it i'm still in the beginning though yeah um, I've, I've heard the battle system's pretty dense and like it, it needs a lot of um explanation of the systems and stuff so uh, if you're still yeah. pretty early like i guess that's going to come or you could maybe go into the menu and it probably detailed stuff with text a lot yeah. i don't know how it works uh, but... i don't i don't know i mean they they try they introduce a concept but then they never i don't think they quite explain it so well mm. and i don't know what the stats are doing and stuff and it's i mean you don't need to know so much in a jrpg yeah. if you're not dying then that's fine um but it's sort of weird i'm like i'm, I'm having fun but i don't understand the underpinnings of the game systems yet so maybe after about another 10 hours it'll i'll, click I'll start better. figuring it mm. yeah i'll start figuring some of it out and I still don't know exactly how to combo one blade's uh, specials into another. I mean, I can see in the upper right of the screen they have it all laid out, but I, d I don't understand how my the other person in the party, how they charge up their blades when I'm charging up mine. Uh, so there's a lot of mystery to that right now, but I'm just cruising on by with it. Hmm. And, uh, and, and, and actually, like I said, I haven't played any other games in this series. The last game I played... The last, uh, the only other Monolith Soft game I played was like Baden Kaidos mm. on the GC, like way long ago, and I could not stand the voice acting in that game. I it was just painful. I I, I didn't get very far because of that voice acting. Um, um, but oh my god, I love the voice acting in Xeno Chronicles too. Why did no one tell me that? It it is basically like a dream voice acting cast for me because um I've got two great loves in life. Um one is Nintendo and the other is Jane Austen. And when you love Jane Austen you watch a lot of British television. Uh -huh. And I am a bit of an Anglophile and like every time Nia speaks in this game, I am like this is like music to my ears. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. It's a Welsh accent. Oh my! And and like I I got sunk totally deep into this like obsession hole that 
Uh, did, did you recognize like, the actress, or you just like the accent? No, no, the accent. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I looked up the actress, uh, and then uh, on YouTube there was nothing but spoiler-filled Xeno mm. Chronicles two videos, mm. so I couldn't watch yeah. anything like that. But I I did spend about an hour on YouTube clicking through videos about the Welsh accent. Mm. So, uh, I'm I'm just totally loving this game now. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is this is I'm so happy with the voice acting because I'm an Anglophile. There was the same the same deal with the uh, original Xenoblade Chronicles on the Wii as well. Yeah. Um, so they just oh, got a whole bunch of Brits to yeah. like do the voice acting. I'm pretty sure. Can NOE, they do this for yeah, every cause... game from now on? Just like, and then and then I got to like one character in Xenoblade Chronicles two, and I'm like, is she using an American accent? Oh, that's like, weird. You're like, no. So, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I guess they're trying to make her different than the other characters, but mm. um, little bit of a disappointment there. But <laughs> pretty... I mean, it's not bad. It's just I was. I'm like, oh yes, bring on the accents. Mm. Actress-wise, though, I'm pretty sure um, Jenna Coleman was in Xenoblade Chronicles on Wii, and she ended up being in Doctor Who and now like The Crown oh my and God. stuff like that. Yeah, really? Oh my God. She's yeah. one of my favorites. She was in a uh, Captain America, Doctor Who. Yeah, she I was. Think That's right. Victoria. Yeah. I think she's Queen Victoria right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, she's so fun. Oh. I love Victoria. Do you guys watch Victoria? I've only you seen should, the first because it's got it. Jenna Coleman from Xeno Chronicles one in it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure oh, that's true. She, oh. It says uh, Jenna Coleman voiced. Uh, forgive me, Melia, Melia. Right. I don't know what that character is, but I don't know. I've never played played the games. So <laughs> she does just... not look like Jenna Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So basically, I'm like, I've been sitting on a treasure of. British accent voice acting for like years and I didn't know it and I've just been depriving myself of this wonder that is Xeno Chronicles voice acting. So hmm. very cool. Yeah. Cool. I am happy. <laughs> so I guess that's all you've been um playing recently then, just a bit of Xenoblade. Well Xenoblade and and pouring money into um Fire Emblem Heroes. Uh, that might be a discussion for another podcast. Uh, I see uh, Donald Donald, uh, Donald posts on Twitter, Donald Theralt. Um, he posts on Twitter whenever he gets a five-star character from the from the gotcha system there. So you're, the point where you're paying the premium currency, which you can get in-game, mm-hmm. but you're not really going to get them at, at a super fast rate that you can get all the, that you can keep going back to that sort of lottery machine poll system there. Yeah. And uh, he's up to like 150 now. Wow. He's he's exceeded like 150 five-star characters from that gotcha uh, random, like, what will you get? This uh, a high-rarity character, five-star, or someone four-star but with good IVs? Hmm. And the sad thing is I think I'm up there with him. I just haven't been counting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, so, I mean, have not he's... played that in a while, but I remember I poured money into it when it came out, and now I'm looking back, and I'm like, you could have just waited. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I've never touched it. I just, I don't know, something about mobile games, I just don't feel like bothering, like, 99% of the time. Even the Nintendo ones. Yeah. I find it funny that we are talking about two intelligent system games on this one episode. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, uh, um, as for me, I, I think. Oh, sorry. Go. You want, you want to finish something? Well, well, just to say this, I mean, mobile games are a weird thing, but uh, if it if it's something that fits your schedule, like it's easy to pull out your phone and yeah. play because it's always with you. Uh, there are certain like there are good ones out there, mm. but then sometimes you do like you are playing something and you're like, well, this does isn't. I'm only playing it because I'm bored and I've got nothing better to do, and I actually should do something much more productive. Yeah. So. There's there's good games and bad games like anything, and because it's a different piece of hardware, it'll have different sorts of games on it. Mm. So something like Fire Emblem Heroes is so bite-sized compared to a full Fire Emblem, but um, and it's got that different monetization. But also, it's I think Neil described it perfectly way back when it came out. It's like it's a great it's a fun game, and if you don't care about the characters, you can spend absolutely no money on it. Yeah. Uh, because you don't care which character you're using, and you can still get a full experience out of it. So mm. I think that's something. Uh, so Fire Emblem Heroes, I think, is not uh, a danger to anything except my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to see how the Mario Kart one pans out. Um, if that's half decent, I'll, I'll, I might give it a give it a spin. Um, I mean, I downloaded the Animal Crossing one and Super Mario Run and tried those out for a little bit, but I just don't really stick with them. Yeah, I see. I have no idea how Mario Kart Tour will turn out. Mm. I could see all my friends if it if it really is just Mario Kart but like on a smartphone. You're tilting it. I could see all my friends getting that and uh, mm. us all really enjoying it. All my non gamer friends. I can't see it being a like a real Mario Kart though, because like it's just gonna. Why would they do that? Uh, then why would people want to buy the real Mario Kart anymore? I mean. I don't know. There's got to be some downside to it. Like, right. It's right. so weird. Nintendo lives in this mobile space where they're not just reskinning previous previous genres that came before. Yeah. Like, almost... I mean, there have been gacha games before, but Fire Emblem Heroes is like a strategy game. Mario mm. Run is... I mean, there are it's games like that before, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's, like an, it's like a stage-based infinite... Uh, randomized infinite runner. These are... Nintendo is making different games on mobile and yeah. they work they don't work that's another discussion but i based off their record i have no idea if mario kart tour will be closer to mario kart or if it'll be closer to like i don't know if it'll be like a version it'll be if it'll be analogous to super mario run to mario mm, right so. well if that's anything like their other games it's probably going to be a bite-sized version of what mario kart is it's just yeah. how do you bite-sized Mario Kart because it is it's not like a one-note experience but like there's there's not like all the other games that they've put out have a lot more substance that you can cut down whereas yeah, Mario Kart yeah. is kind of racing just an experience yeah it's racing yeah. so I don't know maybe it'll be yeah, a gotcha be- game with all the different cart pieces and <laughs> people will say that it's all our fault for playing so much Fire Emblem Heroes <laughs> Uh, when did they say Mario Kart Tour is coming out this fiscal year? Uh, yeah, yes, I, I believe so. so. Yeah, so that could be here in a few months, or that could be at the very end of uh, 2019. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that could be like March 2019. Yep, March like 30. It'll probably be this summer. I can't see them waiting a whole year to put out. Whereas, like these past few months, they've put out Animal Crossing, Mario, and you know they've been fairly consistent. Mm. 
Well, actually, there was a bit of a gap. They've been between... behind schedule. They're sort yeah. of behind schedule. Now that they I'm thinking about said, it, never we're mind. We're going to do three in a year, and it took them like a year and a half. I yeah, mean, Mario yeah, a year was. And a half. Wow, Mario Run was that long ago. That's crazy. Is there a um, Zelda one in the pipeline as well? Right? Or is that just a rumor? I've heard people talking about it, but I haven't. I have seen to imagine there's some sort of Zelda anything. thing coming, like something. Yeah. Tingles, Rosie, Rupee. <laughs> no, I don't think it'll be that. <laughs> that would be Tingles, funny though. Balloon frenzy. It's just yeah, like a match three game or something. Right. Oh gosh. <laughs> every every Nintendo game is like I have no idea what they're gonna do, and it can be horrible or it can be okay or it can like <laughs> I don't know what they're gonna do. It's exciting. Anyway, to wrap up, um, what I've been doing lately, um, I haven't been playing too many games. I was playing um, Custom Robo on the N64 a few weeks ago. I played, I don't know, maybe five to ten hours, maybe not that long, maybe like five or six hours or so of the N64 game because um, an English translation patch came out for the original custom robo, so uh, I've loaded that on the EverDrive and uh, trying that out now that I can actually read what's going on. And um, i would always been interested in the custom robo series. I, I know it, it came out on GameCube, but I never really oh, tried yeah. it there. But um, I, ba- yeah. basically, what the game is is like a you know toy robot fighting arena fighter. So basically, you go into a battle with somebody and you control your robot, and you, the idea is to shoot them and dodge their attacks and, you know, take out their life bar. Um, the game's pretty fun. I really liked it at this, at initially, but um, after a little while, it becomes clear that there's really nothing else to the story mode aside from getting to the next battle. Um, so there's like a... It looks like it's a, an RPG, and you could like maybe like travel around towns and, and stuff, and there's a little bit of that going on, but basically... Everything boils down to just getting through a little bit of story, getting to the next tournament, getting to the next match with somebody. Um, and basically, it's just battle, battle, battle all the time. And um, mm-hmm. it can, I think that's why I stopped for a little while, because um, it did get a little, started to get a little tiring, because I was like, oh, it's got to be something else we could we could do for a bit, just to change it up a bit. But um, it doesn't seem like the, the game has that much else to offer besides just more of the fighting and gaining um parts to customize your robot um, but it, it's pretty good and um yeah I, I, I don't mind it so and the other thing i was looking at uh this week was um i went back to lost winds on the wii virtual uh, the wii oh, on WiiWare. Yeah. um it's a game i bought when WiiWare first came out and like never finished it so i just decided to try and play it again because now that the i want to add i want to add some um more credit to my Wii shop account so I can buy some stuff before, you know, it all disappears. So I was considering Lost Winds too, but I thought, uh, maybe it'd be better to play through the first one before I go committing more money to <laughs> the series. And um, I've only played just past, like, the initial area, but it's pretty fun. It's basically like an exploratory platforming puzzle game where you use the Wii remote to... um you know, use the wind to guide your character to, like, jump and float and stuff like that. So it, it seems pretty good. And um, from memory, I'm pretty sure people are saying the second one improved on the first. So I, I, I can't remember in what ways, but 
I do remember people being more a bit, bit more uh, happy with the second one. Have you played it, Carmine? Uh, I think a long time ago when it first came out, and I mean it's like ten I, years I old remem- at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean it's. I, I I remember like saying, "Oh yeah, this is a good game." I just never finished it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's only like three or four hours long, so I was like, oh, "It's not that big a game. I should really just try and do it." But... So I uh, wait. So you're going back and you're you're trying to mine the virtual console. Yeah, under the I'm, Wii Shop I'm, channel. I'm before. Uh, in end of March, I'm planning to load up my account with a bunch of points, and then over the next year, try and you know spend it. But I'm I'm trying to get it formulate a, at least a list to start off with to download some stuff, mm-hmm. um, just so I've got it on there. Um, anything that's half decent. The other one I'm already considering is that Jet Rocket game from Shinin. It's like a 3D platforming game that's a little bit like Mario 64. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that one always looked cool, but yeah, um, and I've heard good things about it. And Shinen is is always they always like they tend to be, deliver solid games. Yeah. And I think that Jet Rocket franchise has like they've done. They did a uh, sequel on the 3DS not yeah, too long ago, only a couple of years ago, um, which I think was also like relatively well received. So yeah, I think yeah. it's definitely one to consider. Mm. Is there anything you would recommend for people like myself? Um, off the top of your head, like anything that you, because I know you like a big download um, guy. I think on the WiiWare, right? Uh, you download a lot of WiiWare stuff. Well, yeah, I downloaded a lot. It's just hard to pick out like a couple. Yeah, and, and yeah. I mean, like I would recommend like the Monkey Island games, but I think those are also available on PC, so I don't mm. think you're in danger of like losing Going access away. to those. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think people have meant. Pen mentioned like revisiting the entire WiiWare thing before, and mm. it's just such a big question because, like, there's yes, a it is stuff. difficult because yeah. there's so much garbage on there too. It's hard to like yeah. without, yeah. It's hard to sort of whittle through it all. Um, I I had forgotten though, like you know, they put those art style games on there that mm-hmm. were on originally on the GBA. I actually thought those were like just ports of the GBA games, but they look like they're brand new games based off the concepts from those original art style games. So the um the what's it dot dot stream, the one where you're sort of racing like a line. Oh yeah. That yeah. one's completely like different. It's like a 3D perspective um and stuff like that so that, that, that might be interesting because i've got the um that game on gba and it's just you know like a top-down perspective I think, um, yeah i think uh have you talked to dan no, uh, no because i think he's been the one trying to put together this we wear retrospective mm, mm. uh and uh and and yeah if we're gonna get into it let's it's gonna take like a dedicated effort. <laughs> As a uh, friendly reminder, you have until March 26th to add Wii points. points. And yeah. then after that, you can't add any more. But you can still mm-hmm. buy things until January 30th, 2019. But... Yeah. That blows my mind. I actually bought some, like, uh, about two years ago, I bought some Just Dance uh, DLC <laughs> off of the Wii, e- Wii, sh- Wii eShop. And I'm like, oh, wow, I still have, like, that's crazy. Eight hundred points here. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy this song and try it out. Yeah. Oh, um, that's basically it for the for my stuff. So, how about we move on to the sort of main topic, I guess, for this episode, which is gonna be about the Mario movie and how they could we could put like how are they gonna adapt the Mario to a film? 
I mean, there's so many questions. Like, is is Charles Martinet going to be the voice actor? Is he going to be just someone, you know, some Hollywood person doing it instead? Like, is it what's gonna the story going to be? Ryan gonna be? Reynolds. Is it, <laughs> is it going to be Ryan Reynolds or Danny DeVito? Danny DeVito is... Um, That'd be crazy. Oh, would, you, would you want a gruff, like Italian voice well, for that's, Mario? That's how wait, he wait, was wait, before wait, wait. Charles Martinet was around. I mean, Bob Hoskins was a uh, Mario in the live-action film, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And, Do and you want to see Lou that? Albano in in like the TV? Oh uh, yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. I, yeah, I guess. So uh, I mean, I mean, I don't think I don't think we need. Yeah, I, I think that'll work. I just it's just like I have. Like, You've never seen the current this... model of Mario with that voice, though, and that's what would be <laughs> yeah. so unsettling. Well, yeah. he probably sound, he should sound a bit younger because Nintendo what, said a couple of years ago that Mario is actually like 25 years old, so he shouldn't sound <laughs> yeah. like he's 50. <laughs> right. Sure, sure. He's a very yes. robust 25 and very mm-hmm. uh, well mustached. Yeah, let's. Maybe Aza Butterfield will be the voice of Mario. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, if we were going to ad- get a make, Neil Hirsch. make a Mario movie, what would the story be? Would we try and like model it after the classic sort of in, like storyline where Peach is captured by Bowser and antics ensue along the way? I, I suppose. Um, Probably. Like, uh, I was listening to other conversations about this, and like this, the conversation is all over the place. Some people think it's yeah. going to be like Mario's going to be taken out of his world, like they did really with uh, Mario too. and Rabbids. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather him stay in the. I guess I don't know what I'd rather, but like my gut says, keep him in the Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think I, when I hear a Mario movie, I'm imagining it's going to be like Peach gets kidnapped, and there's going to be scenes where there's comedy between her and Bowser mm. um, back at the castle. And then it's going to be like Mario, Luigi, maybe a Toad. Um, and I, I guess maybe another character that's made up for the sake of having someone that can talk like completely freely. Um, but I think all four of those characters yeah. would have to you know, have some dialogue. Um, but you, you do wonder, though, like when they are making this movie and, you know, Miyamoto is um, it, it, he I forget what his, his exact title was, but he's. He's got a lot of influence in this one. Um, yeah. Are of they course, going they're not, to... They're not going to just let them do... Right. Sort of break Mario conventions, like what happened with the 90s movie and stuff. Right. But are they going to do, like... Uh, are they going to do just the characters that Mr. Miyamoto has created? Uh, mm. Like they did with uh, Sticker Star, you know? Like they he, he kept to a very certain cast. Or are they going to take those characters and kind of dress them up a bit and... Uh, like they do with like the RPGs that everyone really likes. Are you going to see yeah. like toads and bow ties and stuff like that? Like, I don't know. I, I think that makes more sense for a movie because it gives it a little bit more variety to look at. But again, I, I, I don't know. Um, that could be very telling of what kind of games they're going to push out in the RPG series later on. Mm. Um, but, and then going back to the voice thing, I was thinking about it, like Mario has a very, with, with Charles Martinet's voice, he does have a very Mickey Mouse kind of quality, and yeah. that character has been in hundreds of uh, different films. And like his voice, I guess I would never really call it annoying because usually you can listen to it and be like, "Oh yeah, that's that's Mickey Mouse." So maybe they're gonna try and go something like that, where they will give him like a voice that, like, I guess you could, could call it annoying at 
first glance, but like you know, oh, that's Mario. That's what he sounds like, and so you let that go. I, I think don't know. It's it's a weird line. Yeah, I think um, Martinet could uh, tone it down for a more conversational like right, sentence. Right. Mario, like like him doing mm-hmm. full sentences. I think he could bring it right down so it still sounds like Mario, but it doesn't sound like he sounds like mm-hmm. the games like. The really he d- up, wow, sort of. Yeah, he does his improv, you know, at all the events he goes to. You I mean go to his yeah. Twitter, his Instagram right now, and mm. he'll do the Mario voice on like every one of his posts. So yeah. uh, it's and it's not just him going wahoo. I mean, many of them are, but he does do a lot of like just talking yeah, back and forth with kids. Going. So yeah, mm. um, that was always that was always like a really neat part when. Was it at E3 when in line you could talk to like Mario like that? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. they do that at conventions and they've got like a big display and you're actually talking to Mario and Charles Martinez on the other la- other end of it. And you know, um, uh, just interacting. From a business perspective, I mean, I think it would make sense to cast him because he's not mm. just the voice of Mario. He's also Luigi and he's also Wario and Waluigi. And yeah. uh, I think he did, he did Donkey Kong once. Um, so... There's a lot of characters you could get out of them that you, I guess, it depends if you're trying to uh, save money, which I know Illumination does, but also yeah. they want to make this a big movie because it's a big IP. So uh, arguably the big name on it. Right, they're going to want a big, like, The big name Hollywood is Mario, name. guys. I don't know what else you need. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, but that, I, you want to have a blank don't... as Mario. No one, I mean, I love Charles Martinet, but no one in the mainstream knows who he is. It's gonna have to be. But they know Mario. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm, I. There's always this weird dichotomy. I mean, I've always felt this like, uh, this tension in, uh, animation between you know the pick way back when it was Pixar and Dreamcast, right? And you could see Pixar casts no names or people who are like, uh, character actors as their voices, mm. and they do stories. And then Dreamcast is the one with all the stars and like. You, know, you mean DreamWorks? Just, is that what you're talking about? Uh, Dream, yeah, Dream, okay. DreamWorks. Sorry, <laughs> I was like the Dreamcast. <laughs> I knew, I knew what he was talking about. I I was trying to think of what the actual name was. I couldn't remember. So, okay, yeah. and and just yeah, <laughs> but um, but um, I'm like, so I mean, I want the best voice actor. I don't want. I and I and I understand why you want to cast a big name, but I mean, if Mario is there, isn't that big enough a name for you? Well, it it, it should be, but I'm just thinking like. The, the heads and of studios and stuff that like don't understand they know who yeah. Mario is and that's it's, where it ends. it's a corporate thing like regardless of what we yeah. think and like that's a very I mean I agree with you it's a very fan thing to think because it makes sense to us but for them like they're gonna want to attract as many people as they can to see the movie because it's got Mario's face on it I mean mm. it, it's super easy to see like Justin Timberlake will be towed you know like that that's <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like yeah the troll movie with uh justin timberlake is <laughs> I, I mean singing like, a song if you singing some song yeah i mean he did uh theodore and alvin and the chipmunks and um yeah. he was one of the smurfs I, I thought so like it's yeah. not that far off but that's how that's how these like um animated sort of versions of like these classic properties goes these days they they announce oh yeah the smurfs are coming back okay here's like all these a-list stars as the roles like um trolls was the same like they just oh filled it with like people like anna kendrick and saw that so yeah those you're right you're right i'm i i was thinking of that minions would be a great like counterpoint 
because it's 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 minions, right? It's, yeah. There is no, there's practically no voice parts for like the mid the main cast, the main characters, mm-hmm. and then it's all supporting characters. But oh my gosh, this cast list: Sandra Bullock, John Hamm, Michael Keaton, yeah, Alison Janney. Oh, wow. it's not just that though. I mean, that's just the minions. Uh, if you go back to their latest movie, which is Sing, I mean, they hired. Scarlett Johansson, Tori Kelly, Reese Witherspoon, Matthew McConaughey, Seth MacFarlane, I think, was also in it. And there was mm-hmm. a, there's a, they bring in A-list names just for uh, the sake of their voice acting. And, um, and because they, they have a name, um, you, you always see like the different shots of the characters and then it'll have their name, just black background or whatever special effect around the name. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's, I mean, it's as I've gotten older, I've really noticed a lot of this corporate stuff, particularly with Disney. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna remain optimistic. But uh, yeah, it's, I'm not gonna expect. Well, it's not the, like they yeah. do these people do bad jobs. It's no, just like no. it, and and I think like a lot of it is also they want to make they want to finally make a movie they their kids can watch. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes an actor will say, "Oh wow, I've only been doing like R-rated movies, and I've got like a four-year-old." I right. need to be in a Disney movie. Get me in a Disney movie. Right. And, uh, so another I can thing, explain to my child what I do for a living. Yeah. And a lot of people were really bummed that Illumination, like, I feel like all of the clickbait titles, uh, when this announcement came out was that, oh, Illumination, the people who did the, the minions are doing the Mario movie. I was excited about that. I know that they have the reputation of having the annoying minion characters and that they do cheap films I love but the minions but they're they're a very successful company and universal has great ties yeah. with them and there's no way pixar was going to do it they've really never gotten an yeah, ip oh, outside I didn't of disney expect pixar to do it. yeah and, like um, so i've heard yeah, pixar every, has their own stuff right disney owns pixar you know if they were to do it then they'd have to they'd have to work with nintendo and that would be very weird if they're also working with universal for their theme parks yeah uh, that's what i was just about mm-hmm. to say it makes sense when you consider that they've they're partnered with Universal for the theme parks. They're going to partner with the Universal affiliated studio to do the movie, aren't they? Like, it, it just right. makes sense, really. Would you rather I'm, have I'm... been like DreamWorks, the people who did Shrek? I mean, <laughs> well, that'd be, well, that'd be love, funny, I, but I love the Kung Fu Panda movies. Okay, they're, those yeah, are the good. Kung Fu Panda movies are solid. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there's a lot of solid studios out there now. Like mm. you um, see this, you see Blue Sky, you see Illuminate, you, you see, you know. The Kung Fu Panda movies are making me grudgingly enjoy DreamWorks movies. Right. I was um, kind of hoping Laika would be a candidate. I know that they don't really Oh my really do, gosh. They don't do, um, like, the, 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 what you see now because their movies take so long to make. But Nintendo and Laika, they, they are very similar with the way they like to present their, their product. And it's mm. all handmade. And I think that with, Maybe with Nintendo. too similar. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be. That'd be interesting. I don't know. I'd, would you go yeah. see a, a dark, gritty reboot of Yoshi's Woolly World? <laughs> yes. I, I've always thought that Yoshi was a dark, gritty franchise, you know? <laughs> like, you see, like, the, the woolly Yoshi and, like, this needle, like, the sewing needle just impales him. And he's like, I'm fine. Oh, that'd be great. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited for it. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I appreciate what Illumination does. And they, like I said, they do, they do good Anim- I think they do good animation. It's mm-hmm. the the scary thing here is how will the story be? How will the voices go? You know, honestly, like, I would the, take the, it the, as a kids movie. I would rather be happier with it being a kids movie, like a really kids movie, like what they it did with those. It shouldn't be a kids the, movie the, though. It should be a, a, a it an all ages family movie. 
Um, yeah, I, I agree I, with you. And but I like really I'm saying... don't want them leaning in on the um, like lame, lame jokes, like lowest common denominator type jokes. Um, right. I that it just really cheapens it for me and like makes things like less timeless. Um, yeah. Okay. Have you watched even... uh, the, the Smurf movies that they've done? Which uh, the one? So not the, not the them. New excuse one? me. The animated, Sony has the done animated one. Yes, yeah, so the Sony yeah. Animation has done. I think they three yeah, now. They, the, the first two were like the CGI Smurfs in the live action world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah. then they did a third one, which was all entirely. Uh, yeah. In, yeah. Uh, I so I, I yeah. the third one like it was not a bad movie. It was actually very pretty. It was very well done. But like mm. I could tell this was made for kids. It was yeah. definitely like I, I would never say it's a bad movie just because like I didn't laugh at it. It was like okay, this is not. I enjoyed it just because I thought it was pretty. Well, if at least it, it was the Smurfs. I mean, like, the right. other two movies, like a lot of those other things were saying, like, the trope was, yeah, they went to the human world, they interacted with Neil Patrick Harris, and, like, the Smurfs yeah. were their side characters in their own movie um, mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Um, but I would much like prefer the, the Mario movie to be, like, that third Smurfs movie in comparison yeah. to, like, what the if they were to take Mario out of his element. I think that would be a big mistake. I think that if if you're going to do it between those two, and I'm not saying that those are the only two options, but I'm just making that comparison for this. If yeah. you were to make those, two, I would rather it be the latter. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I'm excited for it, I guess. I don't know. Part, parts of me are kind of like, oh, man, I hope this is good. I was the same way with Spider-Man Homecoming. Like, oh, man, please be a good movie. <laughs> because, like, the, the but char- I mean, at that point, they'd have made, like, how many Spider-Man movies? Right, you know? right. They, I mean, and Spider-Man's... Um, I mean, Spider-Man's not exactly a, a hard property to translate to screen. Yeah. Right. You know, they still make good ma- movies, bad movies, but it's not mm-hmm. like translating this, which, like, we which... only have the one example, which was, right. you know, the Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, Samantha Mathis uh, one, which I watched uh-huh. uh, a couple months ago. Yeah. And uh, somebody in our movie club at work insisted we watch it. Mm-hmm. And it was it, it was amazing how much money was spent on that movie for only a cup for own for very specific things and how little was evident there was so times of the movie there were times in that movie where i was like why why is why does this like have to be this way like mario had a girlfriend that was basically pauline but they didn't call her pauline even though like the character looked kind of what the live action would look like of her they just didn't call her that like what small things like that even were like what or, like, Mario is kind of Luigi's dad, but they're also brothers, even though they share the same last name. I don't know. It was a weird thing, man. Did you weird. watch it on Blu-ray, Kamen? Yes. Oh, Did actually, have... I th- I'm oh. I'm sort of happy we watched, like, the high-definition version, because it's. I feel like it made it way more viewable. I was just going to say that, that there's a really good uh, documentary about the making of it on, on, on there as well. So if you could check that out, it's pretty interesting. Uh-huh. Is it is it like it was like is it is it like uh, a production that's like just so weird that it's no wonder the movie came out the way it did? Yeah, it's been a few years since I watched it, but it was it, it was pretty interesting about how things happened and why sort like certain decisions were made and stuff. But yeah, I think uh, yeah. I mean, just just weird the the camera placement on that movie is what i can't get over sometimes some of the shots in that 90s mario movie are from like i don't know why we're shooting this scene from like the character's feet sort of thing. 
going back to the story of like this new Mario movie though, would it you'd like say like the opening fifteen minutes of the movie, like the setup, would you try and explain and contextualize the Mushroom Kingdom? Would you try and explain where Mario comes from, why he's living in the Mushroom Kingdom, or would you just sort of like let it go and say, Oh yeah, this is Mario, he lives in the Mushroom Kingdom. He's uh does this with his brother, blah, blah, blah. You know, there's a lot of approaches you could take. I mean, you could do the, the classic route of almost like what the storybook is opening. Instead of that, you could have it just being like an NES is sitting out in front of the TV or you see like some actual kids playing or like maybe some animated kids playing it and then they leave and then the camera kind of goes into the NES and then you see the world of Mushroom Kingdom. Or you could just black screen to the skies above Peach's castle and uh, it, the narrator is just like once upon a time. I don't know. There's, there's different approaches and I don't, I don't know how much that matters to me other than I'm just, I'm curious to see what they're going to do. You know, I, mm. I know they're, they're really specific about um, what they want to do. I remember when there was that news about when Bowser was going to be in Wreck-It Ralph and how particular Nintendo was with, Something as simple as how he held his teacup when they were in that uh, that <laughs> that A and A that play meeting, you know, and yeah, how he had mm-hmm. to be uh, he had to be bigger than M Bison who was sitting next to him, you know, like it was they were super weird about how um, particular they wanted it, and I think that that being a long time ago, they were a little more uh, controlling of mm-hmm. um, their own characters, but even then, you know, it's if they were that controlling over that, I'd, I would imagine that it's going to be. Um, just as much so for this movie, maybe a little pullback, but we'll see. Um, what 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 we have now with the Mario movie is they've agreed to work to make a movie, right? But there's yes. no, they don't have anything yet. Probably mm. they have ideas. Uh, yeah, didn't they say they'll target like, like what 2020 or, or something? 2020, maybe. Oh, well, mm, it's gonna take a while to make this movie. I, I'm sure they've got writers like thinking about it already, like pre-production writing uh, yeah that's something. that's what's happening now uh miyamoto mm. and uh i forget the the gentleman's name who um is directing it but he uh he had been in talks with miyamoto already for two years about what they wanted to possibly do mm. that was like the beginning of the pre-production so yeah. it would not surprise me if they're they're in that script phase right now um that usually takes about two years sometimes three years and then the animating mm. takes another two and a half years or so um, they, oh they, 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 video games are a little quicker to make than a, than a movie. <laughs> um, yeah. so it's going to be a while. I, I wouldn't surprise me if, um, here in the next five years or so, there's going to be a big, like, all right, the theme park's opening, the movie's coming out and there's a video game. It's going to be like, this is all in, you know, at that. That's the, that, so is it going to be Mario a game Brothers, based on the movie? The movie, the video game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that'll probably be the joke. Um, that would, that would be amazing. And Made that kind by of a third party that isn't Nintendo. <laughs> uh, yeah. But going back to what you were saying, Nicholas, about what the story could be, uh, Again, like, how much substance is there that they could actually use to create? That's not like, trying to scratch my head. There's yeah. really no story in Mario. There like, is yeah, Peach gets captured, Peach gets saved. You'd have to do end. some creative liberties. Like, I mean, again, yeah. with that Smurfs thing, I, I'm, that's just on my mind because I watched it. Like, there's not a whole lot of substance to the Smurfs, as it, even if you watch the cartoon. Like, it's mm. just kind of a one-note story over and over again. Yeah. Uh, but what, what they did with that was they kind of introduced other characters that were... Uh, like, I guess they gave Smurf, Smurfette, like, her own origin story, and then they made it a long journey. So I could mm. see it being, like, 
a big journey through the like the different weird worlds of the Mushroom Kingdom just finally on the big screen. Yeah. Um, but like again, all all the characters from these games are designed to be like the best kind of video game enemies. They're not meant to have a story attached to them. So like, are we gonna find out about PD Piranha's dark past, or are we gonna? <laughs> Finally find Donkey Kong's let's, secret let's treasure. Let's do up front and center. <laughs> no, that's a, uh, 2018. Let's explain her. They're going to um. They're going to come to a, a a sheer cliff and be like, "How do we get across?" And then Lakitu is going to fly down and be like, "Quick, everyone, jump on!" Right, right. That would be very funny though if there's like a uh, a very political scene with Birdo. You know, like they just kind of nudged that in there. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> like there's so much there's so little to work with and there's so much that that could be horrible what's weird though is that like a scene like that no one would understand but the people who are like diehard nintendo fans because no one understands the transgender like issues that birdo has so if mario and like co were to like jump down a warp pipe and like go into the underground world and then like look over and birdo's like in a sauna you know with some other some other birdos and it's like a super weird scene for like everyone in the movie except for the people who like know what's going on i, I don't know that oh would just gosh. that would not work but <laughs> yeah my mind's kind of racing okay. with stuff like that but I, I i definitely have to be in the midnight showing then because i, I want to <laughs> be that guy at the midnight showing who gets all the in jokes and everyone's like i don't understand <laughs> the one guy that's you're laughing. the only one laughing in the theater i was like oh, i know that guy i was like yes Budo! <laughs> the little kids the next year is like, what's that in his mouth? And you're like, it's just an egg. It's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I don't know. I mean, it, the substance... It's so weird. This... I mean, I, 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 you can't go with just... I mean, maybe maybe you can. If, if you can get a simple story, but you can tell it well, then you can, mm. you know, basically get away with the very simple story structure. But... It's just would be so weird for it to be like the end. Princess, you have to spin. I feel like you have to spin that, don't you? Like Princess Peach gets captured by Bowser, she, and, and you can't even have. You, I don't even know if uh, in a in a film setting you can just, you know, every once in a while cut away to her. That that doesn't seem like something hmm. that I think is complex enough See, to film. You'd have to find the heart of um what you're trying to tell like what's the underlying theme of the movie um is it you know it it can't just be like what is the underlying theme of mario yeah you'd have to do that like you you, well okay an example would be like um using peach as um you know she's like this princess but uh maybe she holds no real power and um she's sort of uh you know, trying to find her own voice and, you know, ruling the kingdom and then she gets kidnapped by Bowser and that's sort of like a test for her as well. Um, I would probably have, you know, you could do the, the story with Peach getting kidnapped, but I think that they could even be moved to the first act and then she's saved saved by um, Mario or something happens so, like, you know, she's separated Maybe, from yeah, that could be like the opening thing which unrolls yeah. into a bigger thing. Yeah, well, it, it sort of stumbles into a bigger just get threat it out of and, the way. You know, maybe Bowser teams up with them at the end. Or yeah, you gotta, you gotta wonder though. Oh, Bowser let's, let's is just, a question let's just mark. Reshoot uh, Super Mario RPG as the movie. <laughs> that would be okay. The seven stars and collect all them. <laughs> yeah, Bowser is a bit of a question mark though, because you gotta wonder: is he gonna be used for comedic effect? Is he gonna talk? I think is absolutely he, have... he will, because like he has never, he hasn't been like a credible 
just to credit like a threat for like you know how <laughs> yeah, the they're gonna have game. to like establish his motive you know like they're gonna have to <laughs> say he's, been, he's been goofy since no 64. one's been scared of him for the past yeah. 10 years yeah well you gotta like wonder like what's his goal here like is he in the games maybe currently maybe he wants that's to marry the movie what's bowser's uh internal struggle like? <laughs> that will be their joke the whole I, movie I, why bowser and he's like like the very end like he's like uh and then the camera goes to black and then that's the credits roll actually are they they gonna show us in in uh movie form the toads getting transformed into the bricks and then mario coming along and (laughs) oh my gosh no that would be really funny at the start turns everyone into bricks and then we see mario just smashing them Bowser's such a likable character. I wonder. I wonder if the Koopalings are going to be in those scenes and they're going to help, like with their. I mean, love him or hate him, they do have a lot of personality, and I think that they could. They could be really funny. It's a prequel to Mario Sunshine. That's how Bowser Junior comes around. (laughs) Oh no, the mom. Uh, I still, I still need that unpacked for me. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of lost as to what the resolution was to that, or if that kid is just like. I think it was. It's just basically Bowser was that isn't li- there. Bowser was lying the whole time, and Bowser Junior believed him for some reason. That well, the thing is, when he said at the very end, Junior, I've got something difficult to tell you about Princess Peach, <laughs> and then ba- <laughs> Bowser Junior cuts him off, and he's like, "Yeah, I know." She's not really my mama. And then Bowser just kind of like looks at him and his mouth is wide open. And it's kind of implied like, <laughs> Peach, what'd you do? <laughs> like, I don't know. There's, there's, that's a very like open to interpretation scene. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's probably not going to be in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just like. Yeah, do you think that they're going to put uh, music in this movie? Like uh, modern day, like uh, pop songs and stuff? Like, do you think there's going to uh... be like a. Not probably not singing, but or at least none of the characters. Only if, are only if the modern day pop songs are takeoffs on like Nintendo. I hope they're not real songs. I hope they're if they're songs. I hope they're made specifically for the movie. Like mm-hmm. yeah, when we enter Toad Town, it's going to be like you know when Belle comes into the town and Beauty and the Beast, but it's the Toads <laughs> going <laughs> singing something like "Hi Mario" <laughs> in chorus. Yeah. <laughs> see Daisy like leaving her house and like <laughs> mademoiselle and then Waluigi comes up and he's like yeah. Belle and he's got he's the guest on of the game with his hat like always yeah. that would be hilarious if this whole movie is the power ups to sell I, I want Waluigi oh as guest on <laughs> oh Waluigi yeah <laughs> If, we, if, they, if the first movie, Mario movie, is sort of like the stero- like sort of the more classic interpretation, sort of like an adventure film, I think the, a sequel to it would be uh, interesting to be like a Luigi's Mansion uh, adaptation. Yeah, um, that would be neat. Like mm-hmm. a Ghostbusters type thing would be cool. Yeah, yeah. You know it, what? I I would have been. I would be. I think I'd be so much less. Uh, apprehensive about all the possibilities if this was uh, a TV series. <laughs> You know? I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. animated CG TV series. You only have to like work on like 20 minutes at a time and make that internally consistent and make yeah. that not suck in and of itself. Yeah, maintaining you know a narrative, 90 uh, minutes, an audience's attention for like 90 minutes mm. is, and and to get them walking out of a theater and saying, you know, that was a good use of 90 minutes instead of sitting up from their couch and saying, oh well, that entertained me for 20 minutes. That's a much higher bar. <laughs> 
and mm. I mean nothing nothing bad about twenty minutes, but um, yeah, I, you know, but it all uh, hinges it's, on it's, how their it all hinges on their approach, really. So who knows? Mm-hmm. So so say did you guys ever read the 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 Game Boy comic books from Valiant? No, I mean I know uh, that was an interesting interpretation because that was based off Super Mario Land. Mm. Mm-hmm. So um, so that was about uh. Uh, so that was a mix of real world and and game because like the game is its own world, but then the bad guys in the game find a human who will play the game and bring them out of the game, and then they start taking over the real world. So oh, so it's like the, Captain the N guys. or whatever. Yeah, it's sort of like Captain N in reverse. Like okay, the bad yeah. guys came out of the video game to attack to like try to take over this world and get uh. Uh, who is it in? That was actually that the plot in? of the Super Mario Brothers live action movie, if I recall. That Bowser or King Koopa wanted. Oh yeah, to he leave. was going to come out, but yeah, he was yeah, trying to escape. This was interesting. Yeah, because it was like all the video game characters were video game size still. They were all small, and they were like trying to build their video game machinations in the real world. And Mario would like have have to fight them and get them back into like the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Valiant comics were an interesting take. Hmm. Uh, so do you guys think that they will uh, if this is, a, let's say this is successful do you think they're going to uh, do a sequel next or do you think that they would uh, branch out into the other IPs like Metroid or Zelda or God I forbid Pikmin <laughs> if this is a big success and they decide to go more in, like do more movies um, you'd probably see a sequel to Mario but I wouldn't. it wouldn't be like the next one right I'd, then they, they do Luigi's they, Mansion. They probably then would. you go for the Luigi's Mansion Maybe. follow-up. I mean, they're doing two, sort of doing two at the, at the moment. They're doing Detective Pikachu. I know it's sort of a game, like a Game Freak thing, but a right. Pokemon Company thing. But um, there's like two big Nintendo-themed movies in production now. So, do you think that Luigi's Mansion is the follow-up, or do you think it's like Donkey Kong or um, uh, like? Just a continuation of the Mushroom Kingdom. Like I don't know. I, I would love a Luigi's Mansion movie, but that seems like such a again, different. Again, I think like it'd be easier to follow up with a TV series. Yeah. Because then you can explore all these things, and you're not taking as much risks in terms of like having to come up with that. They script, almost that did a Metroid movie back in like 2004 or whatever, but that got canceled. Yeah, there was rumors for a while. Like I think they even sold the rights. Oh, maybe not the sold the rights, but. Yeah, there was stuff happening with the Metroid movie at some stage, but... Yeah. Right. I feel like, I don't know, I, I, I get really excited about it, and then for all the similar reasons, I get scared, but, like, mm. every once in a while, I, like, sit down, and I'm like, who would I cast in a Metroid movie? <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's like this little game I play with myself, like, every yeah. year, I'm like, oh, I haven't seen Jessica Biel in a while. Jessica Biel. Or, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Or, I, I, I think this could be a really good Olivia Thurlby vehicle or like, yeah. oh, come on, Camilla Bell, all these great actresses, man. <laughs> we just need them. We just need a movie. What about Emily Blunt? Would she be a good Samus? She could, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, a fully formed one. Uh, mm-hmm. if we, uh, could it be an origin story with Emily Blunt? Yeah, totally. I think that, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm trying to think of different actresses who could play her and like, she just kind of came to me the first one. Hmm. I don't. I don't yeah, want to say she of looks her like in in uh, the Edge of Tomorrow uh, mode, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she could totally pull that off. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
It's it's. Uh, I mean, the majority of the movie, you're not going to be even looking at her anyway. So. Oh no, she'll ha- she'd well, have her helmet that's... off quite a bit. They're going to yeah, give her screen that's time. A, that's that's yeah. a difficult proposition. There's not many actors who can act under the bucket. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's Carl Urban and that sort of it. <laughs> People who we see in a lot of movies but never see their face. That uh, the guy that played. Um... Bane in Batman and Robin. Jeff, uh, he was a wrestler. Jeff Sweet? Sweet. Tom Hardy? No, no, no. That's... Oh, wait. Oh, oh, Batman and Robin. Okay. Yeah. Batman and Robin. What was that? IMDb. <laughs> but, um... Yeah. yeah I don't know. Um, I've got... I've been... I don't know. Like I say, every once in a while I get these crazy ideas for a Metroid movie. Like, now I'm thinking, oh, it should be a multi-generational thing. There should be, like, Samus should be like the apprentice bounty hunter to a senior bounty hunter, and they should find a girl. And only at the end do we know which one of the three is Samus. You know, <laughs> after they go through like a lot of stuff. How do you like... how do you reconcile the Chozo and stuff with that though? Uh, they don't. They I just. Mean, I mean, you just, movies love to too deep into it. I mean, maybe they discover it in the course of that movie where like, uh, they they, where they 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 discover the power suit, or maybe the. You have to change the story because Samus can't. Or in this treatment, you yeah. Samus couldn't be raised by the Chozo. Mm. So, but, all uh, right, going back to the Mario movie, uh, like your Chozo <laughs> comment, kind of. I mean, if you want to keep talking about Metro, we can. But we're going to wrap up in a minute, so we'll just wrap up this. Yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, your Chozo comment made me think: like, if it's going to be a Mario movie, it's going to be like as many tie-ins to the to the main game that you're. But they can because they're trying to transition a video game to a movie. So, like, you're probably going to see them go on a journey to different areas. Like, there's probably going to be the grassland and then, like, a very pretty water scene. And then you're probably going to see some booze and stuff. Do you think that they're going to, like, incorporate, like, oh, we're going to fly, but getting, like, these power-ups now so we can... Like, what power-ups would you pick, you know? Like, do you pick the cape or the tanuki leaf or... Uh, I don't... If, if you have if you have like a final a final showdown where it's like all of Bowser's armies, which is like all of like where 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 the movie is more about building a coalition instead of Mario going on Mario and Luigi going on a journey all their own, yeah. mm-hmm. then you can have all the power ups. You can have Toads in Wearing like all the powers, yeah, yeah, in 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 the Kribo's shoe and everything, and yeah. you can just have like a giant showdown at the end and it would look like Ready Player One except <laughs> with all Nintendo characters. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that they would like use the invincibility star as like a gag because the music could like complete, like <laughs> it could be a dead running si- through and plowing through. <laughs> it could be like dead like silent the and then like a, a star touches somebody and then that annoying music starts playing and they all get really annoyed because everyone has to experience it. Like they're self-aware <laughs> almost. I think that'd be a really good gag. Or, uh, I, I, I don't know, there's so many things, like, why would you just randomly hit the question block? Like, what, you have to explain, I guess, if you want it to be all generations, like, why they're going to hit the question blocks. I mean, I guess they see that, and they're like, oh, yeah. it, it's, my I impulse is to jump and hit it. Yeah, I am finding it so much more difficult to picture this in a movie than it is to picture myself doing the same thing in real life at Universal Studios, <laughs> Super Mario World, a Super mm-hmm. Nintendo World in Japan, when I go there in about five years. You know, right. if I see a question block in real life, I'm going to jump up and hit it. Right. <laughs> I'm having difficulty visualizing this on screen. Yeah, like, and like, think yeah, about, like what... you, how do you explain what the purpose of it is? Like, you're going to have to... Right. Make up some excuse about why. And like climbing the stairs and jumping the flagpole, like if they're gonna throw that in there, I'm not saying you have to throw every freaking trope in, but like, 
yeah, I don't know. Maybe that just could be <laughs> the background, but I. So maybe you think it has to be like a super origin story where we see Mario get and Luigi get like sucked <laughs> down the pipe. Oh, that'd be weird. Uh, <laughs> a la, a la the the cartoons. I thought that they changed it. I thought that they weren't from Brooklyn anymore, and that they were just from the Mushroom Kingdom. I could be um, totally not in like those eighties nineties cartoons because right. the, the I opening that, like, sequence has them going through the pipes. I mean, like yeah, recently, like they. they you know, they changed it. Like, the Kooplings aren't Bowser's kids anymore, apparently. I thought that they changed I mean, the, it. The start of Yoshi's Island shows them getting yeah, delivered. Yeah, so, that's true. Um, that's true. You'd have to probably just assume that's the story. And you, you got to think, like, the layout of this world. Like, it would be weird to just have, like, a bunch, like, a big open plane with some, like, random blocks floating in the, in the, uh, yeah. in the middle of the scene. I just think, like, from a cinematography standpoint, like, how do you make that interesting? Other than relying on just what the the objects themselves are, you know, uh, I I think that it could be probably uh, better I just to ask... ignore that, ignore them, and um, the power ups are just like things that are I don't know around. Uh, when I was talking about my uh, if, if there's going to be music in this movie, mm. I think that they could do uh, something like uh, I don't know if you saw the Emoji movie, but there was a really cool scene with the uh, the Spotify where they were like riding the waves of the music or mm. if you saw madagascar 3 they did a really cool like circus uh, scene with the uh, lots of neon rainbow lights and stuff i could see them doing something like that where they go down through the pipes you know like the pipe world and it's mm. like this big like we're sliding down and there's water and sparkly rainbow stuff flying everywhere it's, it's just a very cool visual thing to look at and they yeah. could use the power-ups to make it more interesting and maybe they're like mm. Oh, I've got a fire flower now because I accidentally hit that block. Now I can like shoot cool fire and hit the piranha plants. And like, there's also like a hip hop or pop music playing on in the background. I'm not saying that, that that's something we would want, but like I could see that in the movie. Yeah, uh, you could see like a movie producer saying, you know, then they go down this giant water pipe and there's lots of music blasting and there's colors and lights everywhere. Right, right, you know? yeah, like uh, <laughs> it's like a they very the- movie thing. <laughs> Yeah, like they did that in the Smurfs movie, you know, with the with the, with the uh the river that like was floating above the ground. Like yeah. it was just this yeah. I mean, from a narrative it's just okay, they went down the river, but like they made it this big thing. I think if they're really going to try to, they're just going to take the elements of the Mario series and try to uh flare them up in a cinematography standpoint. I, I mm. would imagine that's going to be a lot of this. But I'm saying that and I'm also thinking like this is all ideas I'm pulling into it that yeah. are from other studios where this this is illumination and they haven't really done that before this they did like uh very heartfelt stories like with the mm-hmm. this me and minions it's a lot of gag humor they don't do a lot of those very big visual scenes so that would be really cool but and now that i'm like thinking about it i don't know if illumination yeah. would do that i think well i i think just a bit about the gag humor i'm not too well they can do it but like the i feel like minions is a uh is a bit of a red herring because, like, I don't think their stuff is gag humor, really. I sure. Think they just once they once they had Despicable Me and they said, "Oh my gosh, we're sitting on these characters," then they just went full bore on it. But I don't right, think right, they, right. They are main. And I don't think that the Goombas are going to become the next minions. I think that that would be. A, I don't think that Miyamoto would let that happen. I think that the minions are going to be their own character. And I don't think Illumination or Universal would be cool with it if they copy their own idea because then that takes away from what their money the, what, what money they're making with the minions anyway so uh don't worry yeah. about that <laughs> yeah one 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 thing i i do want i i did just remember now i think 
Uh, didn't Miyamoto say something about like Mario is about being brave or something? Like that's you boil it down to it. He's got a you know something happens and he has to be brave and he has to yeah. And that's why he has to rescue the princess. There's something mm-hmm. for him to, that that makes him have to be brave. Mm. So I don't know if just pulling it back. Maybe that's the core you build this around. I don't know how to how that would be like. Yeah, he and he and Bowser have like this really dark past that they keep kind of kind of flashbacking to, but they're not showing the whole story. And it's like that scene in like The Hobbit where they like on top of the the the, the volcano in Mordor, <laughs> and he's like, "Just throw the ring, Mario." Bowser's like, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. "I guess." All right, I just, I just thought of something to wrap up. Um, this is we're forgetting one thing though about the, the Mario as a character and that is that he can jump higher than like everybody else that's like yes yes his jumping ability is like what he's renowned for so right <laughs> maybe yeah. like at the start he's just like everyone in Toad Town and that is oh yeah Mario can jump higher than anyone isn't that cool and he's like he's never had to use it before he's like that would be a weird story if, like, their whole, like, all the toads are fascinated with his jumping. Like, wow, Mario, you got the hops, dude. Well, he's doing, um, he's doing, um, uh, damn, what's the sport where you jump over the pole? Um, high jump. Yeah. High jump. He's doing high jump over, over toads. He's like, you can jump over four toads. Or, like, Mario, like, uh, he's out in Toad Town and there's, like, this group of toads and, like, they're all kids and they're bullying the smallest toad. And then when the bullies leave, he's like, don't worry. Someday you can have the biggest jump like me, and then they both they both jump. To, that's like a really weird movie cliche, but like seeing it in the Mario would yeah. just be like, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Actually, Mario is not the main character in the movie at all. Like he he's a legend <laughs> inspires his new character to go on an adventure, and Mario right, is right. tangentially involved. Um, wait, that wait, wait, toad wait, becomes Luigi's Captain Toad and then never jumps. This, he's there to get Luigi's he's role? there to get made fun of at the start and then never seen again. Oh man! <laughs> no, I think he'll be in it, but he's I think get he'll left just behind be... with the vacuum cleaner. Nah, I think sure he's going to be like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. I think he's going to be very much like uh, I don't want to go down those pipes, and then like the Mario and Toad are like too late, and then the hip hop music scene starts. No. And, uh... Toad had better be. Toad is becoming more and more a compelling character in like Mario games. It's like wow, I... Toad is you know, Toads dead. Toads have attitudes. Toad Toad goes on adventures of his own. Yeah, that, that Toad I mentioned earlier, the one that Mario inspires to jump, becomes Captain Toad, and he never jumps in the but, game. Yeah, <laughs> Captain Toad doesn't jump. Yeah. Actually, a Captain Toad movie would be really good, I think. Like, that I would, be would good. love a Captain Toad movie. I do like to think that the, the like, you know, there's the, what, what what is Yoshi and what is Toad? Like, I like to think that those characters become, like, the Yoshi and, like, the Captain Toad of what what Nintendo has now, like. Yeah, from the beginning. Should should that be like the short, the animated short before it? Oh, uh, yeah, know, Captain Dixie Toad. Picks our style. Yeah. We'll have yeah, a Captain that'd be Toad cute. animated that'd short. That would be really good. Yeah, yeah that would be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that I think I have no reservations about. <laughs> Once the feature film starts, I don't know. Yeah, I always thought All that, that if, if Nintendo did movies, I thought it was going to be a Metroid movie with like a Mario short in front of it. But I, I guess that's not happening. So... I mean, I I, I yeah. feel like shorts would is just perfect for them because the 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 uh, Pixar um the the Pikmin shorts mm. were actually pretty decent. Yeah, they're pretty you know? good. Oh, yeah, I, yeah they were, I loved them. They were great. They could even just thinking on that, they could they should strike a deal with Universal to um or even Illumination or whatever to 
do yeah do shorts before all of their animated films like right, a Nintendo right. theme short. That way you're getting exposure without committing to like a full movie. Yeah, um, you and you know like Illuminate... a five minute short before an unrelated film sort of thing. Yeah, Universal yeah. would eat that up if they could like advertise every single like, all right, this is going to be the Luigi's Mansion short before Hotel Transylvania 3. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. if Illumination's doing that or not. Oh, yes. But they are actually. actually I take that. Transylvania three. I take that back. Hotel Transylvania three is coming out in the summer because it's supposed to be a summer movie, mm-hmm. not a Halloween movie. But whatever, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. This actually, I really like that idea. I, <laughs> and honestly, if like this movie thing turned into a uh, well, we changed our minds. We'll just make a TV series, or we'll do something like that. I, yeah. I'd be perfectly happy. The movie bit is scary to me. Yeah, real quick. Hotel Transylvania sure three, Netflix three is, is Sony, not Elimination. At some point, one of yeah, the properties Netflix has got to want. One something. of the properties is, yeah. is going to go to Netflix. I, I have to assume that's going to happen. Wasn't wasn't the Zelda rumor for Netflix? Yeah, that was rumored. The speculation that doesn't make sense to I, me. Zelda's another one. I have so much difficulty envisioning. Uh, I don't know. The original rumor was like it's like a Game of Thrones light. Uh, for, for younger kids and stuff, family entertainment. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's a serialized. Thrones, a, but for the younger kids. Yeah, so there's so not like, as much wait, uh, decapitations so, and stuff. Wait, wait. So so basically Game of Thrones without all the stuff that people watch Game of Thrones for? <laughs> so, like just in terms of structure, I'm talking. Like, so what does it become? Like Legend of the Sword? Legend that two of episode. Adventure of Link. Uh, uh, there's a there's a thing. Le- what is it? Legend of Sword, based off like the wizard's first rule. I'm thinking. I don't know. That's a, that's a podcast for another another time. Um, <laughs> talking about the Zelda well, that, thing, yeah. but, um, um, like a, a you know a ten episode season for a few years of of Zelda would uh, make sense to me. I will say, as a uh, fine art student that is pursuing a career in animation, this is like the perfect time to uh, be alive as I watch one of my favorite characters enter the big screen, and also one of the scariest times to be alive, because you're like, Uh I don't know if this is going to pan out well, but I'm going to remain optimistic. Okay, just a note, it was Sword of Truth. Okay. Uh, I think think that's what it was called. but yeah, what you say this say what you were saying about this being a good time. This is actually like I said, I feel like there's a lot of there was a time when it there was so few animated movies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh hand drawn or computer animated that were quality. It was a bit of a dark space and then now it just seems like there's so much talent out there. Yeah. You know, and you know, we're sitting here afraid of it, but I'm not so much afraid for the quality of the animation. I'm just mm. afraid for the the movie the package as a whole sort of thing yeah yeah the 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 process of animating movies i don't think has i mean i'll say it's gotten easier but it's still very time consuming but Mm. it's so much more accessible now like a lot of early animation was very kind of boys club behind closed doors type of thing and now the information is out there and really if you even if you're not an artist you can go into animation because it's so much computer work if you just take those tools and do like what is asked of you and you don't have an artist's mindset, you can still do animation. And if you are an artist, I mean, that's, that's perfectly fine. You have some more of that creative liberty. Like I, one of that's one of my coolest passions about that field is that really anyone is able to do it if they have the patience. 
Uh, I'm not going to go into a whole tangent because I know Nicholas wants to wrap this one up, but yeah. It takes a lot of patience though, right? Yeah, <laughs> it does. It does. Like five years uh, just for the animation alone. And you know, the screenwriting takes sometimes even longer than the animating itself, especially with Pixar's movies because they focus on the story so much. Well, that, the, the story in pre-production is like the most important part of an animated film because once you sort of lock, you need to lock stuff down so you yeah, can change it. You can't it. change it. Right. Yeah. Uh, they. That's why, like, with animated movies, there aren't really that many deleted scenes, as mm. there are like just cool concepts that they were working on. Yeah. Uh, I know when Zootopia came out, they did change the the uh, the script about halfway through, and they had to eliminate like a whole chunk of the world that they had created, and it just went oh, back snap. into. Yeah, and it was like this big carnival world. Uh, hmm. The art director actually came to my school and he showed us it, and it was like this whole like animal amusement park after dark thing, and they ended up changing it the way the story went because they wanted it to be a bit more crime-focused in the city and not like out on the beach. Yeah. And so they uh, they just put that stuff back in the Disney library. In the vault. Back in that vault. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys yeah. for having me on. Yeah, I think that's a good spot to end the episode. Um yeah, thanks. Wait, wait, just after we heard that it'll take five years for this movie to come out? Right. We're That's all... what I'm walking away with? It's well, going to be a while, man. <laughs> yeah, well. Oh. Yeah. You I'm can a, re- maybe not re-watch five the years. old Mario cartoons in the meantime. Uh, if it's already been two years with the pre-production with Miyamoto and the other people talking, I think it's going to be like 2021, maybe. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be, be a good while. timing. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, thanks guys for coming on, and um, that's it for connectivity. It's... If anyone wants to comment on the episode, they can hit up the talkback on the website um, or email us at connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com. Uh, thanks for listening, and until next time, bye.